Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Diet Riot Podcast. As you can tell, it's just me here introducing you to this episode, and that's because we have a special episode for you guys. We actually went live on our Instagram. If you guys aren't following us over there, I would highly recommend it. We're at diet.rioters, and Brooke and I had a coffee chat all about how what getting started looks like in the world of intuitive eating, what that looks like, what it feels like for most of us, and what you can kind of expect, and it was was such a great chat. We wanted to take it and turn it into a podcast for you so you didn't miss it. Um, and I think a lot of people prefer listening to the podcast version than watching the video. So we wanted to do that for you guys because it was such a great conversation of basically what this can look like when you first get started, because it's something that no one really explained to me or Brooke, I don't think either. And it's so unexpected because diets are so strict and so like you kind of do know what to expect at every second or what you're measuring up against. And there's no such thing for intuitive eating. So it can be a little confusing. So we talk all about what it looks like to get started, how what you might experience and how it kind of feels moving through that beginning stage. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. I'm going to go ahead and drop in the music and then you'll be listening to that recording. So just a reminder, this is a recording from our Instagram live. And our IGTV um, or our lives are saved to our IGTV over there. So you can always go over there and watch. We have them. We have coffee chats once a week at least. So they're all saved there. A ton of good information in there. And yeah, we hope you enjoy this episode and we will see you right back here next week for a brand new episode. See you later. I love your mug. You like my little, uh, you guys, I got a real frother. Fancy. And it's life changing. I like so when I'm leaning in, like I can see into it. No, I can't. Then like the, I think like the 20 or $30 and get a frother. <gasps> I have a, this is my mom mug that keeps it warm for four hours because yes. mom life and I hate cold coffee. You know, did you see what I titled our chat today? Our little coffee chat? No, I didn't. In the beginning, I called it. Oh, yes. In the beginning. In the beginning. We so thought we would come on here and chat with you guys a little bit about what the beginning of your ditching diets journey looks like. Because I think a lot of people, especially at least for me, and I know a lot of our members experience this feeling of like, is this normal? Is this right? Is this how I should be feeling? Or is this what should be going on? And it feels like you're yeah. doing it wrong. Right? Don't you feel like? Totally. You're like, totally. oh, I'm probably doing this wrong. <laughs> it's just yeah. conditioned in us to think that we're doing things wrong. We're not doing it wrong. For sure. And I think um, Alyssa and I, we'll just start drawing on our own experiences. But I think for Alyssa and I, we had a very similar experience of, hey, we heard about intuitive eating. I mean, we, we read the book years ago. I remember learning about it um, briefly from another amazing dietitian who I learned so much from in my internship. She actually... She's like, I know we're not learning this in our internship, but you should read this book. And she like, that's totally changed my life. And, um, and what I thought would happen was I would read the book and I was, 
I would implement all 10 principles. And if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, Intuitive Eating, it's a book. It's a framework, 10 principles by two registered dietitians. We base our membership off of it. We base our uh, nutrition coaching off of it. It's even Alyssa like carries a lot of these principles over into Mama and Me RD with raising kids. Um, so if you don't know what we're talking about or what this phrase means, Intuitive Eating is, it's a way for you to tune into your body, just like our kids do. So like, our kids are, are so good at like knowing when they're full and knowing when they're hungry and honoring that. Um, but diet culture, it, it teaches us that we can't trust our bodies. And so it's really just getting you to that place where you trust your bodies again. And so for Alyssa and I, I mean, I, let me know if your experience was different, but we kind of read the books and we're like, oh, this, this sounds so great. We're just going to implement all these principles and like our life will change. And then all of a sudden it was like, it turned into, for me, the hunger fullness diet where I was like, oh, well, I'm not like overeating anymore. I'm like really asking myself if I'm hungry or full, but I didn't carry over all of the principles. And then I kept feeling like I was super stuck. I'm like, well, why do I want to do Whole30? Why do I want to do this? Why, why am I getting stuck in these food rules? Why do I feel like I can't trust myself around certain foods? And like, I think what Alyssa and I both realized through our own experiences is, hey, we like need some sort of support. How do we know if we're making progress? This is so confusing. It's so easy to feel stuck when you're doing this alone. Because Alyssa and I didn't even know each other at this point. When you're doing this alone, especially, you're like, who do I ask questions to? So you can draw into your own experiences. But for me, it felt like it took years and years and years to truly make progress because I had no idea what the actual F I was doing even as a registered dietitian, even studying this in school. Um, so just know that if you feel like this is overwhelming, I don't know where I'm going. I feel stuck. I feel like I have nobody to bounce ideas off with. Just know that you're not alone. Yeah. When I love kind of how you framed like, okay, what is intuitive eating? Some of you may be familiar with that term. Some of you may not be. And I loved, I saw this meme one time that was like intuitive eating or what our great grandparents called eating. Like it is before. So like when you're born, you're born with the innate want and will to eat, to survive. And you are born with the innate ability to know when you're hungry and when you're full, which is why babies cry when they're hungry and they stop eating when they're full, they turn their heads. And it's basically this whole idea that as we grew into this culture and we are constantly bombarded with different messaging from media and social media and all the things that we have been conditioned to not no longer trust our bodies and we need to trust yeah. the influencer and instagram who has this like beautiful body and we need to trust the people on tv and we need to trust the the experts whatever a whole different conversation and we can no longer trust ourselves we need to trust them and then we get on diets and it might start slow where you're just tracking your food or you're just watching what you eat or whatever but you start to accumulate these food rules about food and intuitive eating or ditching diets or finding food freedom all these terms mean kind of a similar thing that brooke and i talked about is saying like hey you don't know me better than I know me. And I know me well enough to know when I'm hungry, when I'm full, what foods I like, what foods feel good in my body. Like, could you imagine if an influencer was like, oh, I start every morning with my cauliflower coconut milk smoothie. And you're like, well, I need to do that too. But then you have a response to cauliflower like Brooke does, <laughs> where it does not feel good in your body, but it's a vegetable. And she told me I need it. And it's got good fiber right. and it's got all these good vitamins and minerals. But like your body doesn't do well with that. And my body certainly does not do well with a huge amount of coconut milk first thing in the morning. So like, it's more about what feels good to you. And 100% Brooke, mm -hmm. same 
And I think most people are this way with their intuitive eating journey. When they start, it's a roller coaster. You have no idea who to turn to for advice. You've like learned to ditch the dieting mentality and ditch the diets, but you're like, but what else is there? Where else do I go? Who, who's going to tell me eating what everything. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it feels very uncertain and like you're standing on uh, the top of a tower that's about to topple over. Like you feel so uncertain and you feel like at any moment, someone could just suggest something new and you would hold on to it because you, you have no idea what you're doing. And I might as well just do that because there's clear rules. There's clear, like, yeah, you're on it or you're off of it. There's clear defined places and boundaries of what you should or shouldn't be doing. That's what makes diets really appealing to me. I want a spreadsheet. I want numbers. I want rules. I want your yes or your no, your in or your out. I want black or white. And intuitive eating is gray and then some more gray and like a little bit more gray at the edge. Okay, Like it is all gray all the time, which can feel really scary for someone who's been on black and white diets for their whole life. But absolutely 100%. I think we've talked about this before. My intuitive eating journey really started right before I got pregnant, really got better at it while I was pregnant because I was thinking about someone else's body, right? Like I was growing this other human in me and I cared more uh, so sad, but I cared more about nourishing him than I did about myself. And I knew I had to nourish myself to nourish him. Right. So that's where I really gained momentum. But then after pregnancy is when I met Brooke and when her and I decided to start this journey together and talk about it and have someone to turn to, and then eventually start a podcast and start talking about it weekly, if not daily, that's when both of our journeys rocket ship. I mean, rocket ship. And we both would have called ourselves intuitive eaters. There's nothing wrong with it. You can call yourself an intuitive eater right now. I don't care. But when right. we got together, that's where the magic happened. We had someone to turn to. We had someone to speak into our lives, someone to share their experiences with, to celebrate each other. Even if the wins felt tiny or minute, we had someone to look to and someone to look to when our coworkers or people in our life were talking about diets and harmful things. We were like, are we crazy? Did we do something wrong? And we can turn to each other and go, no, 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 we're not crazy. We understand what's going on. We can see the big picture and we can work together to get there. And so when we did the podcast, both of our entire like food freedom journeys skyrocketed. And that's why we actually decided to create a membership. We heard all the time that people didn't know where to turn when they like were struggling or hitting kind of a roadblock. They didn't know, they didn't feel like they were safe in their environment. Like everyone in their family's dieting. A lot of our members have moms who were the ones who first introduced them to dieting and no shame on those moms. Moms are doing the best they can and they too have lived totally. through diet culture. But that is true yeah. where they, they don't have anyone to turn to. They didn't have a Brooke or Alyssa to turn to and then all of a sudden rocket ship up. So we wanted to create a membership that was a place to find the same type of people who are all moving towards the same thing and somewhere where you can go to get help from registered dietitians who have been there, who have done that and have pushed through and gotten to what, t nine years? I don't know. I keep rounding up because I feel like time is going fast. <laughs> Several years. Yeah. And everyone struggles with different things. So it's really nice to have a community of women, a broad community who, have, who are going through different things, different stages of life, have experienced different, like Brooke and I both, have different foods that we struggled with. I'm more of like a, I would never say, like I always thought I could never have chips in the home. Brooke mm -hmm. was more sweets or ice cream, right? Ice cream, yeah. Yeah, and for me, ice cream could sit in there and get freezer burn. I don't care at all. So it's totally different foods. So that's kind of nice to have 
different experiences in the membership. Like I remember during one of our strategy calls, someone came in and they were like, oh, for me, it's chips, just like Alyssa. Oh my gosh, I totally resonate with that. And her and I started chatting about chips and how we overcame this like ability to have them in our home again without mm -hmm. polishing off a bag or two in a night. And that was really powerful to hear someone else have the exact same food as me right. is just, it's really helpful to know that you're not alone. Like it's, it's incredibly powerful. So. Yeah. I thought we could give some examples of like what feeling stuck maybe looks like just because yeah. sometimes people hear that and they're like, I don't really know what that means. And then also give some examples of like small wins that you would expect to see with intuitive eating, because a lot of times we don't resonate these things as wins. And that is one thing when you're doing this on your own, it's really hard for a lot of us to actually acknowledge that we're making progress because we don't know what to look for. So um, we can kind of maybe start with a few examples of what maybe feeling stuck feels like, and then we can dive into some examples of, hey, you're actually making progress. Give yourself some credit. Okay. So um, a few feeling stuck moments for a lot of people. Um, one is keeping the scale in the house and just feeling like you're dependent on it. So if you wake up in the morning and you step on the scale and you're letting that scale dictate your day, your mood, what you eat, how much you eat, that is a sign that you might be feeling a little bit stuck um, with intuitive eating. Another sign that you might be feeling stuck with intuitive eating is if you feel like you're kind of trapped in that, oh, well, I'm following the hunger fullness, but like I still have some food rules that are creeping in, but you don't really understand that they're food rules. So maybe something like, well, I'm intermittent fasting, but like I'm still allowing myself permission or well, I'm doing whole 30. So that's not really a diet because I can technically eat all day long and I don't have any restrictions on the amount. Or maybe it's something like keto where you're like, well, I can eat all this fat and I can eat all this. I just like can't eat a lot of carbs. So it's not really that restrictive. Like a lot of times we tell ourselves that these things that we're doing aren't that restrictive. We're really, um, another thing about feeling stuck is tuning out of your body. So one thing would be, oh, well, I'm going to tr trust like my fitness pal to tell me how many calories to eat, even though I'm tired and dizzy and I don't feel good and I have no energy and no sex drive and I don't want to do anything. Ignoring your body is a sign that you're getting stuck. Um, yeah. Gentle nutrition is probably one of the hardest pieces uh, because a lot of people want to jump to that. And if you are not ready for gentle nutrition, like it's some, some aspects of gentle nutrition can be really beneficial. Like eating enough throughout the day is, is a form of gentle nutrition that actually can help prevent binge eating and emotional eating. Um, but a lot of times we're, we get stuck and we just want to move past to gentle nutrition and joyful movement. And we like, we are not even like close to getting there because we're still stuck in, in getting tempted from our coworkers or our friends on the latest juice cleanse or the latest diet. And so those are some things that I feel, um, I see a lot with being stuck. And then the last example I can think of off the top of my head is, clothes is like not getting rid of clothes. So a lot of us say, especially Alyssa and I, we're moms, we say, oh, well, like I fit into these before I was pregnant. So I should be able to fit into these now. And we refuse to get rid of clothes. We refuse to like let ourselves get that out of our closet. We're like, well, I, that's my motivation to fit into those clothes. And if I don't fit into my pre-pregnancy clothes, then I like, I'm failing. And so an actual <laughs> shift would be, okay, give yourself some grace. All of our postpartum bodies take time and maybe just let's, if, if something's not fitting you, it's okay to move it out of the room, out of the closet and really focus on adding things in your wardrobe that fit you and make you feel comfortable. That would be an example of feeling stuck to shifting to a win. That win is actually honoring your health and your body by wearing clothes that fit you and make you feel good. Um, and so, and then 
like we talked about the scale, another win for the scale would be getting rid of the scale and really being forced to tune into your body. So I don't know if you want to share some um, struggles that you see too, and then, uh, or some things of feeling stuck and, and some wins that, you know, we've seen people overcome and we've overcome ourselves. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that I struggled with the most, and I hear this a lot from our members too, is the mental tracking. Mm. We are so, tra and let me tell you, ain't nobody know how to mental track like a dietitian. It was literally something I was tested on. They yeah. would hand me a plate of food and they would say, how many calories is this? How many grams of fat? How yeah. many grams of carbohydrate? I mean, it was a literal test. Okay. So on top of that, then we have years and years likely of tracking either points or calories or macros. And we have tracked them in our phone or on a sheet of paper or maybe turn them into somebody or whatever. And so it's hard to unlearn that, right? Like it's hard to unlearn how many calories are in two Oreos. And it's hard to unlearn how many calories are in two tablespoons of peanut butter. And it's hard to unlearn portion sizes. Like even as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh yeah, you have to unlearn that those freaking nutrition facts know your body. They don't know your body. They don't know you need two Oreos. Or I remember there, were, there was a time where I ate two Oreos, even though I only felt like one because two was the serving size. Yeah, it goes, it goes both ways. Yeah, it's insane. So, you know, I just think, um, yes, it goes, it totally goes both ways. But that mental tracking is something that takes time to un, um, unprogram in us. And I think a win there would be to eat and not pay attention to it, not to think of the number. Um, even like the first step would just to be not eat the serving size. Like I ate what I wanted out of this. And those are huge wins. And we don't realize that, but we have been programmed for some of us decades of time into thinking this is how many Oreos I can eat when I eat Oreos. This is how many nuts I can eat when I eat nuts. And so just to say, hey, my body's saying something different, whether that's more or less than the serving size, and we don't even think about the serving size is a huge win. And those are the type of wins we love to celebrate in the membership and say, that's big. You and a lot of our members will say, well, this is really small, but da 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 da, -da. and me too. But we, me and Brooke are both like, oh my gosh, that's so huge, are you kidding? We like freak out because it's a Bring your cheerleaders. Win. It is decades and decades of us learning <laughs> what a surprise looks like or calories or whatever. So it takes a lot of unprogramming. Another win there too is like us and we, we kind of, one of the big things that I'm big on is subbing out like this information that is automatic in us, like counting with mm -hmm. information we want to be there. So instead saying of saying I should only eat blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying that, say, I deserve to eat. I deserve mm -hmm. food. And having actually something positive to say to yourself constantly until that becomes a habit. Because eventually it will become a habit. It does take time. And it, it is important to celebrate those small wins. Yes. The other that I felt stuck for, I would say years, was the I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want, however much I want. It doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And like, I got to this place in intuitive eating where I was like, okay, I can get on board with it. And now I'm just eating chips for the hell of it. And now I'm just eating ice cream, even though I don't like ice cream, but I'm eating it because I can. And it was like, kind of like a big old middle finger to diet culture. And I a got rebel. this habit, yeah, rebel of, I can do whatever I want. And now I've said yes. And then I just like would wake up some mornings being like, okay, I know I shouldn't feel guilty, but I feel guilty. And I know that it's okay to eat these foods, but how can this be okay? And I didn't understand putting all the principles together mm -hmm. and interweaving them in a way that respects and honors my body, not just because I can, 
but because I want to. And I think some big wins there or small wins, but really truly major wins there would be for me to actually eat something because I wanted to, not because I had to. So the first time I remember reaching for apple and peanut butter, because that's what I wanted as a snack, even though I had sour cream and onion chips in the pantry, but I chose an apple, even though I could choose either one. And I was just as good for choosing the chips or the apple, but that was a big win. And I was shot back to that moment when we were in the membership, our last strategy call. And one of our members came off mute and said that, and she said, I chose a pear, you guys, mm -hmm. it was nighttime. I always go for dessert. I always choose like the chocolate and the desserty type foods. And instead I was standing there and I saw these pears and I chose a pear and that's what sounded good to me. She's not better or worse for choosing a pear over chocolate, mm -hmm. but she had the freedom to choose. And that's what we're looking for is the freedom to choose. I'm not being controlled by food thoughts. I'm not being controlled by my guilt. I'm not being controlled by what the scale says or what the numbers are on my phone or who I need to turn that into, or I have accountability tomorrow with my partner. Like I got to choose a pair. Mm -hmm. It sounds, it can sound small, but that is huge. Earth shattering huge for us to have the freedom to choose. So those are my two. Yeah. Yeah, I had one more that popped up. Um, so this was something that one of our members said yesterday inside the membership, but I, I thought about this one because I resonate with this message so much. She said, I, I really found that when I move my body more, it's been helping my mood and energy, but it's also helping my body acceptance and confidence. And that is something that we see so often. And so many of us use exercise as punishment. And that's where we feel stuck is like, well, I should run five miles. Well, I should do this. Well, if I was healthy, I would exercise five days a week. And then we guilt ourselves or punish ourselves into working out. And now I'm seeing so many shifts with my clients and with members saying like, I'm finding that happy balance of I'm, I feel better when I move my body. I'm finally feeling really balanced. I don't feel guilty when I miss a workout. That's you guys, that's a freaking phenomenal win. I know like we've gone through that too, where like I used to feel so much guilt and shame about missing a workout. If I was sick, I would like guilt myself into, oh my gosh, you're going to gain all this weight. Oh, you're so unhealthy. You're supposed to be an athlete. I would guilt myself so much. I would like in college, I would go to work out at 5am, even if I was hungover, because I just guilted myself into all of these things for so many years. And then finally you get to this point where you're like, it feels good to move my body. I'm going to keep yeah. doing that because that's honoring my health. I'm not going to do it because I should, or because I'm guilted. And that is where you can go from feeling stuck to like really empowered. Um, yeah. So those are just some examples that well, we see often. Yeah. And I think like the point there too, is like, this takes time. This is why we created a membership and not like a, a book that's like two minutes long. It's like, Hey, you just read this and then implement the program and it's done in a day. Like, no, 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 yes. this takes time. We are undoing decades worth of damage that Weight, Watch Weight Watchers or influencers or programs have taught us decades yeah. of diet culture damage. I mean, literally decades. There are studies showing as young as four years old, having negative impacts on their body image and their own way of choosing food, which is heartbreaking. And so, you know, we see these we see these things as like, oh, I just want a quick fix. I want it now. I, and that's what diet culture has trained us to want mm -hmm. is we want it now. We want a 30 day fix. We want a two week change. And it's not a two week change. It's gray. It's time, time, uh, not time sensitive. <laughs> There's no end date. There's no 
Um, there's no journey of, or there's no like plant your flag in the ground and say, I'm here. It's always a journey. And that's why we created a membership because it takes time. That's why we've got the two options. There's the monthly. That's what we recommend for people who have worked with a dietitian before or have been on this journey for a while and feel like they are already making momentum. They just need that community. And then we have the annual and those are for people who are brand new to intuitive eating, getting stuck a lot, don't know where to turn and haven't really worked with a dietitian or anyone else the yearly really is, it, it takes a year, you guys. I mean, everyone's different. And we have members making huge strides in as little as three months, huge, huge wins, but truly to like give yourself into this process. It, and how can it not take a year? We, if we look at my is at least a decade. So we're like, okay, that's 10 years of having to undo and, and reverse my thinking. How yes. can you expect to happen in a few days. I just can't. I kind of talk about it like the onion layer thing of like, we take off the top layer and we feel really good. And then we want to go deeper and deeper. And it takes several times to go through the information, the book, the membership, the prompts, the mini courses, those sorts of things to get down to those roots and really start fresh. So yeah, I had a client this morning explain it so well. She's like, I've been in this like diet culture mindset for so many years. And she said, We've been working together. She's made such amazing progress. And we talked about the membership today and she goes, I just need a year. She goes, I've made such amazing progress, but to undo everything I've known for so long, she goes, I need a year. I'm, I, I know that I'm going to see such great results. If I do this, she's like, if I continue what I've been doing for the next year. And it's so true. Like just witnessing how much she's grown specifically. Hey, Liz. Um, Hey, Jamie, just seeing how much growth, um, she's made with like getting rid of emotional eating completely. Like, can you guys imagine what your life would be like if you were emotionally eating and depending on food to cope with your emotions? And that just completely went away. And just, all of these examples that we just gave, these are all examples that people are saying, wow, once you get the ball rolling, it's just, it's so much easier to just be tied into that community to keep the ball rolling. Cause what happens when you try to DIY it and do it by yourself, what ends up happening is you get tripped up and stuck. You have nobody to turn to, and then you kind of fall back into old eating patterns or old diet patterns. And you don't really realize, and you can't identify them. And then it's like hard to get back out. So um, I just thought that was really cool to have like a client say that like I'm investing another year. Like I, I need this. And like, it's, I'm so proud that she recognized that and, and she knows her own body. Like that's, that's so amazing. So yeah. And really yeah. powerful to have other people. I mean, obviously two registered dietitians, actually we've got four dietitians in there now um, inside the membership yeah. <laughs> uh, and have that kind of outside perspective, but also your peers and just people who are going through it just like you and struggling with the same issues with their partner as you are at home or their kids or whatever that looks like. It's so nice to have a community who can see things from a bigger perspective than you can. It's like us looking at our own lives while living in it. We have like veils over our eyes and all we can see is us. But when other people can look at us, we're like, oh, I heard this example one time that was like, if you're inside a medicine bottle and like a, like a pill bottle and you're trying to read the label of your own label, it's backwards, it's flipped, it's through this like orange wall you can't really see it as well but someone who's looking at your life from the outside can be like oh it says this like no problem they can just see it so much more clearly so it's really helpful in the membership well you guys you guys know our membership doors are open right now we would love to have you and support you through this journey you are never behind you can start whenever we actually just did a live q a talking about where to start for all of our new members because they were like okay where do i start you start today 
You start with one thing. It's completely at your own pace. We've got weekly prompts in there for you. Our mini course about weight and intuitive eating. If you have some fears around gaining weight with intuitive eating, that is dropping tonight, tonight, tonight. Um, so that will be in there for members only. And then you guys, we've got our strategy call on Thursday. And if I had to choose a favorite part of the membership, it's our strategy call. We all in the membership hop on this live Zoom call. Our members come off mute. They share what they've what they've seen successfully happen in their intuitive eating journey. Those small wins we were talking about before, they talk about those and they connect over them and we encourage them and support them. And then we talk about what we're struggling with this month, where we're getting stuck. And we all chime in and help each other. And it is Honestly, it's magical to be a part of that call and that is coming up. You have not missed it. If you join today, you'll have plenty of time to get your feet wet in the membership and be able to come and join us on our live strategy call Thursday night. We can't wait to have you guys and truly it's an incredible place to be. We literally built what we wish we had when we started this journey. We know it would have gone so much faster, so much smoother, and we would have had so much more momentum and confidence if we would have had a place like this. So. We can't wait, you guys. Officially invited. Our link is in our bio, so you can always click there to join. And yeah, we can't wait to see you guys in there. Yeah, DM us any questions. If you're on the fence and you need your questions answered, let us know. We're happy to answer. Absolutely. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in today. We loved having you, and we hope this chat was helpful for you. And we are cheering for you no matter what. See you guys later.